0: Uh, uh, uh,
1: uh. welcome to the my haunt life podcast hello and welcome to the my haunt life podcast i'm mike and i'm russell and russell we have uh, a couple people here that are very special guests we have some very special guests
2: well, thank you. Oh, special. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we feel special. Uh, thanks for
0: making us feel special, boys. Uh, we have been joined by the creators of Creep LA and the new show, The Willows. Please, uh, introduce yourselves so people know your voices. Hey, I'm uh, Justin Fix, and uh, yeah. And I'm Dana
2: Montgomery, and uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you are missing a uh, crew member tonight, correct? We are. Yeah, we're like, we're, we're kind of... Uh,
3: we're like a kind of a broad. I was gonna we're say bro- we're
2: kind of a triangle, but we're kind of a like a uh, rhombus. Yeah, a rhombus. Yeah, but <laughs> we're missing those,
3: like another sort of part of our unit. Her name's Fiona Renee, and she's sort of our director of our shows. And then we're missing like Stephanie Turek, who's so sort of choreographer. choreographer, and David Razuka and David Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, like we're sort of we're we're literally a willow tree. We're That's like a true. branch of just vast sort of resources and talent. But, so
2: yeah. Missing Fiona tonight
3: for yeah. sure.
1: So, Fiona was supposed to be here, correct? Yes. Now, we're going to just start this off right from the get go. Great. Where is she tonight?
2: She is filming a commercial. What commercial? A Snickers commercial. Snickers hazelnut, in fact.
3: Actors.
1: So, you we're know. just going to just go jump right into this. Russell, do you want to do the.
0: No, you go ahead. No, no, you, I mean. No, like, you do it. No, you explain, do it. Explain to them. No, you started this. I'm going to the other okay, room. Okay, all right, fine. Let's go.
1: I have
2: no idea what's about I to can't happen. Wait. We have a
0: tradition on this podcast because obviously people have different tastes in this world so we offer and ask the question are you team kit kat or are you team snickers
2: oh you i I have to pick one team no No. don't make me choose (laughs) you have two hands um you know what i i think i'm team kit kat
3: i'm gonna take team kit kat too because fiona's gonna take Team Snicker
2: tonight. That's true. Yes, yeah. true. Yeah. But
1: I think being in a Snickers commercial trumps everything. Oh, so, yeah. So Team Snickers. Every response we have ever
0: had on the podcast. Yeah, yeah I'm so definitely
3: Fiona. I'm so pissed at you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, help yourself uh, Thank during you the podcast. So much. There, there's a large bowl of Snickers and Kit Kats in front of you. Partake at will. But there's, yes, we are missing. We are missing a limb of our team uh, yeah, tonight. Yeah, for sure. That's why Mike brought that up. As, as soon as this you is, mentioned uh, that, Mike was wow. revel and giving his goofy Mike smile. <laughs> Meant to be. I'm going to go quiet for like for five right seconds. Place. Yeah, oh. you,
2: you go. You munch. There we go. Is
0: what's g- the Kit Kat commercial? Hmm? Break, me Break, piece. Piece. Break me off a piece.
3: Oh, yeah. Break me off a piece.
1: Uh, Russell my, uses my... that line too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> right. mm. This is going to be a good, fun interview. <laughs> High five. Take it away. You wrote the questions, you start. <laughs> this is how we make the podcast. <laughs> you guys are kind of you're like, like uh, yeah, you're kind of like us
3: in our living room where we write our shows. We're just like, so who wants to start? No. You know, like, <laughs> what, what do
0: we want to do? Uh, all right. You guys uh, kind of burst onto the haunt scene a couple years ago with Creep LA. You've done that for two seasons. But the main reason that we want to talk to you guys here and now is you have a new show. Uh, you've released some tickets for a show called The Willows. Uh, Mike and I were lucky enough to partake in a dress rehearsal, so we've had a taste of the show. I guarantee you, I, I always say this, I can't speak for Mike, I guarantee you I'll be coming back. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Great. Um, congratulations, because since that, that dress rehearsal that we saw, you have released some tickets. Yes. Uh, your first sale literally sold out within a few hours. That's correct. Yeah, kind of quick. And yeah. then you released a few more. And the same thing happens. Yeah, <laughs> so happened. So congratulations. Thank, yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank
3: you. We're so Thank excited. You Thank you to
2: like people like you who come out and support people like us. Yeah, yeah, Justin and I were just saying on the way over here that we were like, I don't know if anybody would buy tickets. Yeah. Like, we don't know if anybody was going to get tickets. So we're happy that. There's interest at least.
0: Very, definitely. obviously, Yeah, obviously from the speed of those tickets going. um, And we're going to talk about the show itself, and we're going to talk about the the future of the show. Because I I think you guys have sort of indicated that this is going to be a very ambitious project for your group. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, can you give us a brief explanation of what The Willows is? Sure. The
2: Willows is... um... It's a celebration. I don't, it's going to be. This is going to be a little vague because nope. there's a little bit of a mystery behind what our show is. Um, we originally created the, the Willows out of a desire to um, uh, do something year round
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, a story about a family. And we wanted to do a sort of modern twist on a murder mystery dinner. That was sort of our loose goal starting. Um, we started to create the show, and it sort of evolved over time. But I still think that that's an accurate description. Yeah, like
3: the components of like a great um, murder mystery dinner, yeah. right? You have like some food and drink, you have some discovery, you have some storytelling...
2: But you' have have some great re- characters. Have some great characters. And you're, you know, you as the guests show up to a celebration, mm-hmm. and it's up to you to sort of figure out what's going on at the house. Basically, yeah, and it's kind of,
3: and you guys kind of saw it too. That's, it's like everyone sort of starts to piece together their own narrative and their sort of piece of the story, right? Um, only sort of, you know, leading to a bigger question mark of sort of the true reason and the, you know, the real. The real reason of the night,
2: and you know, it's uh, it's about it's but two hour experience ish, um, small group. I think. Yeah, we kind of 18, say it, it's a guest. Yeah, eighteen we, guests.
3: Eighteen guests. We kind of say it's like a combination of like immersive theater, meet site like, specific theater. You know, like in our dinner party, dinner. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of dinner theater. Um, it's kind of like a hybrid of all three, but like you know, our background, we kind of come home from that. Those seasonal sort of, that that sort of spook.
2: So there's, you know, it's under our creep umbrella, so there mm-hmm. it's definitely creepy. Yeah. It's uh, absolutely yeah. creepy.
0: Yeah, it definitely has a very creepy vibe overall to it. And as as you said, there's a mystery to the evening. And as that mystery unfolds, and when you finally get to the conclusion, you do realize that there's a... There's a dark side to the celebration. Sure, and even though it is well said, Russell, it's absolutely a celebration.
2: <laughs> yes, that's correct. Yeah, it let's is. celebrate.
0: <laughs> now, uh, you are letting. Uh, let's first of all, uh, let's talk about uh, price for the tickets.
3: Yeah, price for the tickets are like one twenty-five right now, and they're going to stay there. They're not like right now. Right. They're like they're one twenty-five. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what they are. Yeah.
0: Um, Now, for the Los Angeles scene, that is a higher-end ticket. However, I'm glad that you covered why already, and that is there is food and drink involved, Mm -hmm. uh, and it is a full, full active two-hour experience. Yes, And you get, um, because it's an intimate show, it's only 18 uh, patrons per show, uh, you get a very intimate experience. Yeah, and there
2: everybody has their own experience that's that, that was something that was really important to me true. that each guest um although you all start together that is not how the, you will not stay together mm-hmm. so everybody has their own experience and it's kind of in some ways it's kind of the choices you make and where you sit
3: yeah 100% ends
2: up um revealing what your personal show is going to be right. so i lo- i love the idea of people coming and um sort of experiencing the show and then potentially coming back to, because there's so much that happens in the show in different parts of our location that some people won't, you know, won't see at all.
3: And I think so many people, like we always say personalized or like it's a, you know, immersive, but this is, you truly participate as a guest, which I think, you know, showing up to sort of a stranger's home and, you know, immerse and in that's yourself literally what it is. like 18 strangers and have sort of this story unfold amongst you. It's, It's so fun to partake because your sort of experience, whether you're sitting next to Claudia or whether you're sitting next to Angela or Conrad, it, you know, those different perspectives, those different viewpoints, those different opinions that you get to hear throughout the evening from different sides and angles of emotion and all of that, it's, it really makes for like a thrilling ride of really sort of who you want to sort of stand in what corner with and who you want to sort of befriend and ask questions to and engage with. So yeah this has been this has been a complete thrill for daniel and i and the <laughs> it's whole been so team fast. it's been so fast and it you know working from a space coming from what we've done in such sort of a chronological sort of big storyline we really were able to basically find a location and write a show that worked and so fit that best in this home yeah. you know
0: I, actually that was one of the questions uh, mike and i both had was the location yeah how did that how did that land in your lap
3: I mean, I don't. I'm just gonna keep that a secret. Okay. I, don't. <laughs> I,
0: I, I
2: was like, you can. We can talk yeah, about that. I no, like.
3: uh, we. I we, think we are incredibly grateful and luckily lucky for like.
2: Well, I've said this before too. We, you know, we were searching for a location that we felt like would really fit this story. And once we found this house, it is a home. You enter it is, someone's it is, home. It is someone's home. Once we found this house, it was like the rest of the work was done. For us, in a way, or like mm. our our inspiration just like skyrocketed. Yeah,
3: it gave us like the Be, the body and the text. Because and the, I mean, in a way, it's and... like
2: the house is an it's another family member, and it's in a way, you know, there's so much to this weird house, and it was such eccentric was such, and elegant. Yeah, it and... was such a perfect fit for what we were going for, um, and we were really lucky to have it and continue to have it for a little while.
3: There was like such like a sort of a, like an insider scoop. We were looking at the actual the Houdini's mansion. Oh yes, that's that right. Was like that was like location wow. number 1. Um but surprisingly enough the estate is so gorgeous and grand but the home itself is quite small. Mm-hmm. So like we so, couldn't even we couldn't fit it we couldn't fit a dinner table big enough in the like the true. living room. I mean know?
2: yeah, we had to there are very specific things we were looking for for this house and then there were some things that this house provided that we just added to the story
3: basically.
0: Yeah. The, the house becomes a character unto itself basically. Yeah.
2: Mhm. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, I think you don't you didn't think cause like sometimes when you're either upstairs or outside or in the basement,
2: I mean it all has its own sort of mood. Mm-hmm. Every you know? roo- I mean every room yeah. has its own yeah. sort of 100 s- strange mood. And yeah. that, and it's that's what's place. fun about it
1: as well because when we were when we started and we were meeting everybody, you would look out the window and you would see a light outside and be like Oh my God, I wonder what happens out there. And then you would go to a different part and you would see another light outside. It was like, Oh my God, what happens there? Oh my God, can we go outside? And your brain just starts going like, okay, how do I get there? Who do I need to talk to? Sure. Like, who can I befriend to totally. go out there with? And, yeah. and eventually it happened for some people and it's, it, and that's another cool thing. Like you said, uh, it depends on your choices and depends where you sit. As far as like replayability, I've, I've just from going That seeing that one time, I feel like there is like eight or nine times someone could go and not get the same show.
2: That's that's true.
3: Yeah, and we'll. I think from like sort of a true production side of things, like we want that for guests because that's only going to like further the telling of our story. So, like you know, a little you know, it's. I think we, if you were to come to see The Willows again, we we promise and reassure if you are a repeating guest that we will not put you down the same path that you you sort of saw the first time and like that's something that we like yeah truly will commit to because I think it will only better your experience and only mm-hmm. sort of further the story for yourself if we do that for you so that's something that we really want to make sure happens for all our guests who come
0: well inspired by what Mike just asked and, and what you were saying earlier. Um, it sounds like, even though you're saying you can make choices, you can do various responses which will affect the characters and how they interact with you, the tracks are led. It's not a free-roaming it's, show. It's
2: not. That's that's correct. Yeah, it,
0: it, it is something which, which um, I just don't want to mislead people sure. hearing this, that is, you, you don't roam wildly through no. this home. You are guided by characters, and the reason you're guided is because they're giving you specific information as they're leading you
2: That's know. that's correct. It is not this is not um you know an open world show. Right. Yeah, it's not know. like a
3: it's not a house party.
2: I mean it is it, <laughs> it, a house it, party. It is a house yeah. party, but um yes, it, it's very much um the tracks are are set.
0: And so if uh Do you
2: do can I
3: ask you though do you guys feel like it was Sort of organic, though, the way it was all done, or did you feel that you were sort of being handheld into every scene, or did you feel at moments? You know, because I think that is a thing that, as a, as a guest, we want people to feel that they can really relax in our space, right? They can really sort of feel comfortable in a home, but even though we're continuing to sort of propel the storyline forward.
1: Yeah. I felt it was very natural. Um, like we, we listened to the, the interview you did with we are indie horror. Mm. And I think Brian was saying like, it felt like one of my family things. Got together. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, Brian. and that's what it felt like. He's like, Oh, dinner's ready. Everybody come to the table, mm. you know? And then, you know, whatever happens at dinner, you know, those kinds of things, it doesn't seem like it's a show. It's just like, you know, this person says something out of turn and The whole night shift,
2: exactly that is that is the fine balance of um scripted immersive interactive theater stuff yeah (laughs) yeah that is the fine line of like where like script and improv like
0: sort of like that is a huge challenge yeah this is sort of like a behind the scenes asking the magician about secrets sort of question and i I know you may not want to delve too deeply into this but how did this develop? You guys have been doing haunts for the last couple of years, but your haunts have a very distinctive flavor. They're very character and story oriented. Uh, sometimes that story is a bit surreal, um, a, a bit obtuse, and I mean that as a compliment. But how did this develop? Well, I th- you know, we we love doing creep,
2: and it's just because... I love Daniel.
0: Uh, That's sweet.
2: (laughs) Well, Creep started because of an idea Justin had and texted me one day and was like, do you want to just, I don't know, create a haunted house? And we said, sure. And that was in July, and then we threw it together for October. Um, And that was uh, so exciting for us. But our goal, I I think I can say this for us, all along was not just to do something that was... um, a, a fall thing or like a Halloween thing as mm-hmm. much as i i there's nothing I love more than Halloween but we 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 definitely wanted um to this to creep itself to be it was a test first of all to see if like we could do it um but we our desire was to do something um year round basically mm-hmm. our ultimate goal for was to do something is to do something year round whether it's the same thing or just different shows throughout the year so after Creep, um, this past fall, Justin and I had a thought about maybe doing a summer show. Mm-hmm. And then summer turned into what if we did a spring show? And then it was we like... We couldn't what... wait until summer. We were like, let's do So what if... We... And this, this was in January when we were talking about it. And we we're like, well, let's see what we can do right now. And we started... Uh, we went from the idea of, all right, we have Creep, which is very much a haunt. And, and like really quick, like... Creep to us though, I feel like too like, creep is
3: so much work on such a short sort of return like and like and I don't mean return on like even finances I mean a return on like getting people through the door and then having like sort of a shelf life and then it's done right like mm-hmm. for it, the Halloween it always season feels so fast it seems so
2: quick and we love it so love it. yeah so Justin was like all right well let's have creep be our Halloween thing let's what what else can we do and we had a bunch of different ideas and one of the ideas was this modern twist on a murder mystery sort of dinner, something that could be done um, again and again and again, and um, but, be, but still be the same story, and potentially could move through casts or different locations, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where we started from, and very quickly, we came up with, like, three ideas and narrowed it down to our favorite, which ended up being the Willows, and it happened within, like... A month, so quick! Yeah, wow, we wrote it.
3: We, we wrote, wrote it, it really and fast. Cast it and workshopped it in a month.
2: Yeah, it went really fast, and, and the location had a lot to do with us being able to to get it set quickly. I think. Um, so it was. Um, it kind of it kind of evolved. Yeah, I don't think when we set out, we this is exactly what we had envisioned. I think it's better. I think it's you know it's just what organically happened.
3: And I think it's like it's like. Yeah, I'm. I'm so excited to welcome you guys back into the home too. Because oh. even since like the dress rehearsal, like we, yeah, like the change, like some of the changes that you're gonna like witness are just like. It's getting it's, even weirder. It's even getting weirder. It's, it's getting weirder. It's, it's weirder. weirder. Yeah. It's wow. darker and weirder it's now. Like, and that's, you know, that's where we live. And that's my, like,
2: yeah, that's, that's like, where I tend uh, to lean towards. So any time to make it darker or weirder, I'm always I'm always on board. Yeah, we we really
0: go. like this side of you, Daniel. I, I just oh, want to say that. Thank you. It's my favorite <laughs> side
3: of Daniel.
1: Wait, I like... <laughs> but when I'm dark and weird, it's too much.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I see
1: how it is. Okay. It's layers. It's layers. It's the layers.
0: No, I like your dark and creepy side too. You, know I that. do too. Hmm. <laughs> too late. No. she's shaking. Not his enough. <laughs> you, it's a, I. It's over.
1: I know what you think about my ideas for shows. <laughs> don't don't try to play like you're all supportive right now. Oh
0: my god, am I blushing? A little bit. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit. Uh, Mike has pitched me a few ideas, and I go, "What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> and then I usually go, "Like, could we pull that off?" All right worth so, a try yeah.
2: i think for the willows we you know you mentioned that for creep it's um a little surreal especially the 2nd year very surreal and our desire for the willows was to have actually a more of a narrative story mm-hmm. um you know like an actual for because creep was a little bit like um i don't know like esoteric or something um free flowing yeah like, yeah, yeah, like that's like probably
3: spontaneous' working. random little dream like yeah, yeah,
2: and dream
0: like is good dream like yeah, yeah. so and definitely all, gorilla all of it,
2: all of it made sense to us, you know why everything happened and Creep the way it did, but we wanted to come up with something that was more really like even more story and more character driven than what we had done previously,
3: and I honestly think like all of that stems from just like all of us as a team, like we all like daniel's like great, great actor. Like, Fiona's oh, like, great. Yes. I Like, everyone on the team is just incredibly talented. And I think at the end of the day, like, all of us who are sort of, like, write, writing and concepting and building and, you know, showing it off are true just performers at the heart of it all. Mm-hmm. And so That's just true. trying to create something that we would want to, like, sort of, you know, balls deep in and, like, sort of get into as a performer and the sort of the work we would want to do as artists and have an opportunity to perform and stuff. Because hell that's like the end game for us like I, that's we, true you should mention yeah that we too. always we always say to all of ourselves like we're like oh we've only been doing this for like the last three years just so like we're just gonna put ourselves in the next one like we're all gonna be in this year's creep i'm putting it on the. i'm putting it on Great. i'm just telling everyone you just can come to creep this year and like everyone who sort of wrote it and directed it we we're will the... just be performing it yeah. so like thank you for coming ahead of time because we us. won't be working the front door to <laughs> welcome you there we'll like be like crawling in the, in the closet with you Great.
0: I think it's, I think I can speak for my haunt life in that, in, in this statement of bring it. Great. <laughs> oh, great. Great. Perfect. Bring it. We'll see you guys there. <laughs> I
2: mean, just first year for creep, Justin and I were in the show, like in every the show, night. every in a mask, but in the show every night, which actually was an amazing blessing because we literally, I got to see, and I think you did too, at literally every person that came through yeah, and, and it was like immediate feedback. Yeah. And then when group when Jess and I were close together in the in in, in the space we were in. Zone one. Zo during zone one. So when <laughs> guests would leave, we would just come together quickly and remember there like was we, we were it. like, Let's try this this time. Yeah. Or like what if this does this? Like, okay, great, and see how it worked with the next group. It was kind of kind of amazing. It was like such a great like we just... Yeah, it was, like,
3: as, like, an artist and as, like, a, as a team, as, like, we all collab together, too, it's, like, we just continue to bounce ideas, and I think that's why we get to such, like, sort of a... Is it the word refined? Like, a, we get to such a great space because we've literally bounced so many ideas from each other's, like, point of views on something mm. that we, like, start to just to piece it all together, and then it becomes something, like, we really quite, quite all, like, look at
2: and go... Hmm. It's so hard mm. not to... I- you know, I wish uh, it's my favorite working on stuff like this and the creep or the willows. It's like, it's, I, I hate being away from it. So, even when we have, you know, these shows, I, I have to be like, I, I it's, it's, t- it's tough because with the willows, it's very intimate. It's parts of it are very, very intimate. Absolutely. So, as us uh, be- being the team, you know, we can't be there with the show. We'll be, we'll be there, but, you know, in the back. Or Yeah,
0: well, I mean, like, I, I wound up in a couple of scenes where we're literally in a tiny, tiny yeah, room, just... and there's an actor, there's one other patron, and there was me. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I know I know what you mean. Like, you, you want to observe I wanna, it. You want to be there. I want to
2: be there, and I want to experience it over and over again with everybody. We are, like, in the shadows in certain areas monitoring everything, but right. um, I just want to be, a, like, I want to be a guest every night.
3: It's just so fun. You know, You you guys know this stuff. It's just like... That's the most beautiful thing of like the whole live events theater space. It's like, it's ever evolving. It's forever changing. Like oh. it's exciting as shit. Can I
2: say shit?
0: Yes, you shit. can say shit. Sure. Shit. <laughs> I always get
2: to a point where I feel like I, I, I was saying this to David a couple of weeks ago when we were rehearsing. And I always like thinking, wouldn't it be crazy if dot, 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 and then like following that, you know, sort of sentence. Because we have that so many moments in rehearsal be like, wouldn't it be crazy if this moment this character did this? And I'm like, if we start off the phrase, the sentence with wouldn't it be crazy if, we're, let's do it. Let's do it. Like, let's do it. Yeah.
3: And then Daniel writes it and then we like, and then an actor's saying it and then literally it's happening in front of you. And we like... It's you know we always kind of like we get too excited we, yeah we get too excited like we're just like a bunch of like <laughs> nerds nerds yeah
0: that's how
1: we are when we talk about it <laughs> yeah. so <Yes>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's
0: actually kind of how the podcast began great yeah. it was that well, good look, you exactly. guys, I like, I like, now, I like so. that
1: <laughs> so so Daniel are you um, the majority writer
2: yeah so what's how it's kind of worked out is you know we are really collaborative as a team um but just the way it has happened is i've i'm I have ended up being the writer so daniel, i wrote
3: daniel is such a good writer <laughs> oh, therefore he's the writer
2: <laughs> i i can, i will proudly say that i wrote every word at the willows yeah you oh, guys wow.
1: yeah um, congratulations oh yeah. thank
2: you thank you thank you that's and then, an undertaking it was it was hard and
3: fun and... daniel why don't you tell me how many days you wrote the willows in It took
2: like a long, very, very... Go ahead. Just tell them how many days. (laughs) It took one very long day to write it. Wow. What? You guys. Very... But that's not... It's not exactly... It's not exactly right because... Pretty much. It's just... It was just compiling notes together. We have... We went through the whole story as a group. And I... My skill, I guess, is taking all of those notes and all those ideas and combining them into something that
0: makes Makes sense. Yeah. How much caffeine did you ingest that day? Oh, a lot. I just didn't
2: <laughs> sleep. I just straight up. Di- I just straight up didn't sleep. Um, Sometimes, Daniel,
3: when you're working, do you feel like you get to the moments where you're just like so in it and deep that you just have to continue to? Like, well, that, that's as, that's like, that's honestly process? what it is.
2: I mean, what I what I did was literally sort of just map out all of our notes, and then if I stop, I like lose momentum. So, <laughs> and the script has undergone many revisions. You mm. know, it was just that first draft that we came up with and that a lot has changed since that very first draft.
3: But it's, but it's wild too, and, and it's wild to envision like right, writing a two hour experience, you know, right. Most people who have to write scripts, it's a two hour experience, but there's so much B roll and, you know, it's like, and we have to write all those beats. And not only is that, you know, we writing a complete script, but we're, we're really writing a, a complete script for each character's run of yes. show. Right. So there really is like a, there is the, there's a blanket script, but then there is like, Basically, seven other scripts that you kind of have to really sort of outline and direct and the, ch- the
2: challenge of the willows was not, not actually the, the story itself, um, or even the characters, because I feel like once we found who the, and we had meetings about the characters and bullet points of their life, what has happened to them in their lives and work like key points, um, are words that that are representative of each character. I mean, we had long meetings about each character to sort of, like, make them fully fleshed out. Um, but the challenge about writing a show like The Willows is um, because there are so many tracks that happen mm-hmm. in the show, it's um, sort of ha- figuring out how to make all those tracks happen simultaneously and keep the guests getting um, a similar amount of information from each track, and then halfway through the show, we have like sort of in For us as a team, we know our halfway point, and then making sure the guest is so complicated, but making sure the guests in the first half um, get as much. Information as the guests in the la- latter half, we sort of like do yeah, it. so
3: then when they all sort of come together at intermission quote unquote our intermission, not mm-hmm. the guests' intermission, yeah, so also- everyone's <laughs> sort of been fed the right information, so if people wanted to start as as guests or as with family members start really sort of asking questions or engaging, like there is a point where people would sort of have you know,
2: yeah, but it's also like we have to have all these things going on, so. I don't know, we hear this crash, so it brings everybody back together. Right. Um, it's timing. And Fiona went through and mapped out every five minutes of the show and did a map of every character, and we met, marked out every guest and said which guest is in which room at which time and mm-hmm. where do they need to go and which guests need to be in which part of the house and then which guests need to be in a different part of the house later so they see more stuff. And Challenging. It, and
3: it really, yeah, it really is machine because, like, and, you know, we kind of... we, I sort of, like i've I, you know I, I was one of those people who i've saw I've seen punch drunk Fiona's like a huge fan of Punch drunk and you know just looking them take over these like four story sort of buildings right you know, that was the idea of like how do you sort of go into a space but make people feel that they are able to sort of travel and move through a space so they feel like it's continuing to like sort of evolve and be told to them um and to that we needed a big space to do so but the one thing that we don't have on our side is like you know we don't have cameras or we don't have like a general soundtrack that sort of is keeping everyone cohesive so there is like you know there are a lot of timing there there are scenes that need to be four minutes long and it's up to the actor to hold that room for four minutes and know in their head that I've been, you know, we are right in the right show that when I come down and open this door, that this guest is going to be where they're supposed to be. You know, it's like, it's, it's like, it is like, <laughs> but yeah, it, it is, uh, it, it's been, it's been beautiful. It's been beautiful. And really, we've learned so much. Yeah. From doing the willows. We really have learned so well, much. Well,
2: That's, that's, I, you know, I, it's our dream for this to be year round. So, you know, we have to go through the work and make sure it's, it can you sustain, know. Yeah, yeah, and be, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: what do you see the future as far as your schedule goes? Because you released a couple of weekends, and then you know a week later you released a couple more weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does. Is it going to be based on the availability of the location? Is it going to be based on the cast? Uh, I mean, it's like, I, what do you foresee? And and the reason I'm asking is this is information that. Uh, already, people have asked me if I know the answer yeah, to this. Yeah, people have asked me already. Yeah, I think,
3: ideally, I think we would like, so we do two shows a night, mm-hmm. right? So we do like a 7 o'clock show and a 9.30 show. Um, so generally, we would love to probably do 12 shows a month. That would be sort of our goal. So it would be sort of two, three-day weekends that we'd like to sort of right. push out throughout the month. Um, because, you know, in in like... Five or six weeks, like, our whole sort of team and headspace and, you know, focus goes into sort of can creep on its feet. So, mm-hmm. we, um, we want to get the Willows in a place where it's just on autopilot. So, it's just sort of our weekly show that can but, kind of pump.
2: And our, you know, our goal would be, yeah, two or three weekends a month. But it is, it does have a lot, it does have a lot to do with the availability of the space. 100%. Uh, <laughs> so, that is why... um
3: we are literally kicking these people out of their home. It's like, true when we take over. Which so, they're fine. They're which they're they're so down
2: for. Incredible. But um, w- I can't foresee us um releasing tickets like two months in advance. Oh it's,
3: okay, would,
0: that's good to know.
2: It would be. Am I right?
0: Justin? Yeah.
3: No, I think we'd absolutely like. So we've released. We've basically sold May out. So we will probably be releasing May June's probably around May fifteenth, and we will probably release. Because ticket, it's. I don't think these blocks of like week by week is working. We're gonna map out all of June's calendar and post it all at once, so there's a, 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 an abundance of that, tickets that's why rather it, than just such we
2: a... Ha, we have um, on our website. Um, you know, sign up for our email. Basically, the way it's gonna work is when when shows become available or weekends become available you if you have signed up for that email you will get an email that says you know more shows are available now and it's just gonna it's like first come first serve who can right yeah like definitely that's gonna be like that alert is that yeah like to be and because and that's just the way it kind of has to be because of the the quantity and the the availability, really.
0: Yeah, just the dates. This is a great clarification to have. Uh, I know someone who is planning on traveling in from Vegas to see your show. Oh, mm-hmm. wonderful. So, and, it, like, he was like, I want to be in your group when you go. And right now we have a friend who's in Europe who wasn't able to get tickets because it was traveling. Yeah. And so, and, and they kept saying, like, well, when are they going to release next tickets? Do you know anything about that? And so this is great. And knowing that it's it, it will be pieced out yes. step by step. Yes. It will be. Based I, on the availability. I, I, Really. I like to
2: think it'll be between a month and two weeks before the actual shows when those tic- Excellent. tickets will be released. So it's kind of, you know, that's the way it has to be. Mm-hmm. And it kind of makes it feel exclusive and cool, right?
0: Yeah. Something it's, kind like like that. it's
2: kind of like, it's kind of. That's why I'm going to choose to look at it. Yeah. At like it's kind of like, it feels like kind of
3: thrown together. Well, well. but it's not. <laughs> but it's not,
0: yeah. One thing that you mentioned earlier, which uh, maybe we should just comment briefly, uh, you were describing the tracks and for those who have never been through this type of an immersive piece because actually I think you're doing something which I haven't seen this sort of a structured show in Los Angeles before I know many many years ago there's was uh, was it Tamara yeah but that was a free roaming show this is not Mm -hmm. and the the only thing structure wise that I've seen similar to this is maybe then she fell in New York because that's that is a track driven show Mm -hmm. where you split up and then and then you reconvene For patrons, what they will end up doing is they will end up following certain different characters at different times. And that's how you piece the story together. And so when you said you have a complete script for every character arc, it was like, oh, that's right. Because what happens is you don't you're not being told a story in your conventional proscenium play manner at all. You're overhearing things, sometimes literally overhearing through a door information that you need to know about the family. And so that makes this feel much more like an adventure than some immersive pieces that I've been to. Good. So, and I compliment you on, the, on, oh. on that and the fact that you've achieved that. But, you know, for people who, who's, who don't know what to expect, it's like you'll be directed, but you'll get that perspective of the show and part of the fun. And it happened the night that Mike and I went. How long were people oh, there? Tr- oh, like, wa- oh like my god, wait, afterwards. I didn't see that room. Wait, wait, you went where? It's like, well I went wait, oh when you went through that door, I went through that door and then this happened to me. And like so and that's part of the fun. Is Absolutely. is literally having that conversation afterwards and comparing notes.
2: Sure, that's that was one of my go I mean one of my one of our goals, I think, with the the show was exactly that. You know, to for it, it's not forced, but like excited sort of communication with the, the guests that you went through the show with. Right. You know, to sort of help like piece it to, piece the show together. And I think, you know, I was talking with a friend that I I think The Willows is a good introduction to immersive theater for people who haven't done who haven't done anything like it before. Um, and some people are, you know, like, is it going to be terrifying? And I'm like, no, it's not, it's not terrifying. Um, it's definitely creepy, but, um, uh, we, I had one scary moment. <laughs> well, so, maybe, maybe not, my version not, of what's scary. No,
0: not terrifying. But I, and I mean that as There's, a compliment, I, I had a scary moment. Oh, good.
2: I'm so, I want to yeah. talk to you about what that moment was after this is over yes um but we've (laughs) because it's a great surprise i'm not gonna (laughs) we've made some adjustments and it's scar. it's scarier oh excellent than it it was i think we can say that but um you know i i had to explain to a friend of mine today you know exactly that like what like i don't understand what this what this is right like it's a play at a house and do we just sit and watch the play and i was like no 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 like, you're in it. Like, you follow a story around, but you only follow certain people's perspectives on the story. You know, there's information that everybody as a group gets, and then there's extra special stuff that's just for you, mm-hmm. depending on where you go.
1: Going, going back to, to writing, how do you tackle multiple tracks and certain decisions? Like, I'm picturing you in a room with, like, a March Madness bracket with like the different characters and yes or no. And then this goes, and then if you do this, it goes this way. Like, how do you prepare and even start to write something like that?
2: That's a great question. Um, What actually helped that for me was uh, once we had the location set in my brain, knowing where everything was. So what Fiona Fiona literally did was map out the story on a like an Excel spreadsheet or something, and separated each um, room and each character and each guest, and put little then tracked on the spreadsheet where everybody was every five minutes, and that is what became available to the actors to help them and for us to sort of keep track of everything. Um, For me, writing it. I'm very visual so it was helpful for me since we since I had a clear idea of what the house is to sort of um and I don't know envision it as I was writing it really being like okay I can see this is happening in the basement and this is happening in the upstairs bedroom and the challenge was actually physically writing that because the whole script is like meanwhile 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 mm-hmm. like over and over and over again like following each sort of character and um and writing as much as i thought could fill a certain amount of time and a lot of that has been adjusted through directing choices um but i i don't know it was it was hard <laughs> it was weird it was you, you, but we had certain bullet points that we like that we needed to hit and we have sort of acts in our brain like we have that's th- that is spelled out in the script like in bold with an underline so when we're going through rehearsal we're like all right so the finale is here dining room's here this parlor's here, yeah. here and that means you know that means something so we could work on chunks of it at a time and it was really just sort of working on it was really going through each character and um i don't know, just fo- just following them in my brain yeah
3: basically we gave like each character sort of like everything that that character was about and then sort of gave them a bunch of different actions under sort of one character's bubble. So then we had all these characters with all their own actions, but then how could we piece those actions together? So, so yeah, we're so like, we, we create, know like, we want this character web, to right? do so,
2: this at some point in the show. Well, where would that make the most sense? Probably at the very beginning, you know, because that character would probably do that or do do the specific thing that he does. He'd probably do that right at this moment. Um, so let's move that to the front and then... They probably wouldn't get that upset about something we know we want this character to do this that would happen towards the end so we wrote all that out and sort of put it under those headings which was really helpful um and we did we mapped it out on um on the justin's wall when we had a big huge thing of paper and went through each character underlined their name and said what do we want them to do and then we just had to figure out we know what we want the characters to do we just need to figure out when and where that, and how we're getting them there. Yeah. Just answering all the big questions, big questions, you know, and, and then things change, you know, as, as we actually get in the space and change based on how much we wanted the audience to know. At first, I think the original draft of the script, well, in some ways was a lot, way more vague and hmm. there was, there were not a lot of details and, the 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 actors and you know we as the team like we knew why certain characters did certain things but um, we were keeping it secret so much we we're like we should there should be more information because guests are going to want to know so we started adding things here and adding things there and that's really a lot of what the adjustments were was clarifying stuff and just giving people more information because we have it all there but I always want to like my my instinct is to like let pe- people figure it out. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to spell things out for people. And at one point I think we weren't spelling anything, you know, for guests. We're like, ah, we need to clarify some things here (laughs) and make sure, you know, it makes some sense to some guests. And I was really pleased with, I know after you guys came through, um, that night and I spoke with a lot of people that were there, I was really pleased with what you guys sort of came up with and sort of ch- talked about afterwards mm-hmm. and we were able to piece certain things together and even cuz my Matthew my brother went through that night as well and he was telling me all his theories on what happened in the show and what each character meant he was right on every single one of them maybe it's cuz we share a brain but amen that's probably <laughs> true but i was like all right cool like mission accomplished like right amount of vague right amount of specific we're good for now
1: Last year, within Creep, there was definitely uh, this aspect where you could get pulled away, and you know, like me personally, I went through a window and yes, went outside at one woods. point. <laughs> and do you see Creep evolving to more of of, of the Willows type of interaction, or is Creep going to still be separate and more of a like a haunted house that has elements like this?
2: Well, we definitely have some specific and I think big ideas for for the our next incarnation of creep. And I think it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both really. Yeah,
3: I think like chronologically, you know, having like a real sort of room through room progression, haunt sort of format, um, for the stories and experiences that we really want to be doing as a company. Um, I think at, at a time we're going to have to break out of that and go a little more open world and i think that is really exciting for us because especially in the haunt industry um we are 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 i'll put it out there our objective and goal for this year's creep is to be an open world experience
2: meaning that means you go i know you guys know but that you know you go wherever you want
3: yeah, basically, if there's a story unfolding, but it's up to you to be able to discover and find those scenes and, and be follow able characters you want, follow you want, and, follow and, you want and, and be able to go into different rooms that are locked or unlocked, or you know, you know, explore,
2: explore. Yeah, like that. And I think we flirted with the idea of that just a little bit with the Willows, and we even pulled back from it a little bit. Um, But we definitely want to, we'll see what happens, but we definitely want to move away from a traditional, like walk into this room and now you walk into this room and then you walk into this room. I love the idea of like takeaways. So we call them, you know, like pulling you away from a group. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, and the Willows absolutely has that element Mm -hmm. in it. And that's something I don't ever want to lose with things that, things that we do, but so, our
3: hands also are very bound at times, yeah. trying to get people in a space, but to move people through a space because you got a group of seven people trailing behind, and that yeah. becomes that such is such a difficult that thing becomes problematic. To operate it really, yeah, it is it my that's my it really least
2: does. it's my least favorite thing about I don't know haunts or you could just or, say or, this or this, or this yeah. is. Um, I, in my perfect world, I would be... I, as a guest, I would go through alone. I would have the whole show to myself. There would be no <laughs> drunk idiots there. It would be... That's my that's how I would like it to be. Is that realistic? Is that economically feasible? Not always. Um, maybe it will be eventually. So the more we can minimize that sort of... I'm stuck with these people in this particular group. I was even fighting for like... You know, I think Creep was originally we were like maybe 10 guests and i was like 10's too much like it's got to be less like yeah we went we, yeah.
3: it was end up being eight but yeah we scaled it from like basically like but i was like ah, year one from six our... we then we scaled it to year two out of eight eight,
2: eight well there's a reason for the eight
3: for yeah too but but we just want to make sure we definitely we want to keep it intimate and personalized too we never want to have 15 to 20 people like
2: entering i don't want, a want room to ever feel like conga feet, line you know, like yeah you're just, Uh,
0: Yeah, Mike and I have talked many times about the conga line problem and because it it destroys any sense of discovery destroys any surprise hundred percent. But the open world problem in a haunt is flow because, you know, during that Halloween season, you have to get people through. Absolutely. And even if you give them, you know, because some of the scenes in creep last year were wonderfully long. And and I there were a couple. There's there's one in particular in the middle of creep last year. that I, I was surprised that you know each person took our time. The, yeah, yeah it, a the, bit. like the girl came over and interacted with one person, and then she led me over to that side of the room, and I gave me a task, and then she went over. And I and I was really surprised at how long we spent in that room, but I'm also very aware that. A set number of things happened, and then we were moved into the hallway, and then we were moved down the hallway, and then we moved into a different room and discovered something else. Yes. So the open world, that's always the challenge with an open world thing, when you, when you have to move people through. Totally. If you have 20 patrons, and you have them for an hour, and you have a show that's an hour long, that's a different subject matter. And I'm saying this because, dude, what you just said is so exciting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I what don't you know. just said is so like like I want a ticket tomorrow. Yeah, like <laughs> and gentlemen,
3: like we are so thrilled for that idea, and it's just you know. And I don't have to get on our soapbox, but like making this stuff happen in this city in Los Angeles is is in, it's, it's incredibly difficult because there are only so many spaces that well, will to allow it, to do such it,
2: art to do it the way we want to and do
3: the it. way we want to do it, and you know, we are so but you know we went from from creep year one we went from basically a 5,000 square warehouse to like 12,000 the next year. Mm-hmm. But like if we want to do what we want to do and to even be able to try to get it up, like we need to be in a warehouse that's, you know, at least like sixteen to 20,000 square feet to wow. really feel that people can truly explore. Because the last thing you want to do is have people feel like they're, I don't know slam to this, but like in an escape room where they're literally like confined into this space of like, sort of discovery you know i want people to feel like when you walk into a church you like walk through that lobby into the aisle outside into the woods into you know like i want you to feel like you really are on your feet um so yeah we are you know we we always we aim always, high we always we do always we always
2: aim, aim ridic- like ridiculously yeah. high so we'll see but yeah thank you for we'll being excited
3: about that we are excited
2: about it too that's where we want that's, that's yeah. where we want to be you guys we'll yeah. see but that's where we want to go
0: you just touched on the subject of locations and the spaces in this town. All right. You guys have now been up and running for a couple of years. Like what have been the challenges? How difficult is it? And are we talking permits? Are we talking locations? Are we talking dealing with, uh, God, I, I hate to say it, but rowdy patrons or like, like what are some of the things that you have faced? Like what, what makes creep the challenge that you just referenced?
2: I know Justin, you want to say all the above.
3: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I um, you know, Russell, Mike, that is like such a it's such a tough question for like you know for like for to have such an idea like D- Daniel and I had year one to like see where it is now, you know, because um, you know me and him and the fourteen other friends that sort of helped us launch year one like are just really giving beautiful people who wanted to create art and do something cool and make an impression on in LA. And we did that and we had no guidebook or rules or instructions on how to do it. Mm. And, um, and somehow through the grace of all the scary things, we sort of, we did it and we were proud of the work that we did. And we, you know, we were, we were good. We, we kind of, Daniel and I, like, I remember October 31st of 2015, like, we just, me like, looked at Dan-
2: each other at, like, 2 a.m. Yeah, I guess like, it was November 1st at that
3: point. Yeah, but. we just, like, embraced, and, like, Daniel looked at me, and we just came off of, God, shit, what a long week of Halloween week for, for us never doing this, and just hugged, and he's like, so we're going to do this again next year, right? And I was like...
2: Because we hadn't talked about it at all up until that point. <laughs> no. Like, not even ever mentioned <laughs> no. the idea that yeah. we would <laughs> ever do this ever again. Yeah. But I was like, oh oh, we have to keep doing this.
3: Yeah. He was like, that was kind of fun. That was a fun October. Because we would usually be like the duo that
2: would be like, hey, what are we going to go see this? Uh, Like Daniel, like Daniel is the
3: The, biggest. The hardest
2: thing about Creep to me is missing all the other shows that I wanted to see. It's so true.
0: And yeah, and it's become ridiculous the last couple of years in Los Angeles. I don't know how you guys keep up. I,
2: I can't, like, I didn't have time to do it. And I was like, this hurts. Like, creates my baby but like halloween like i've got ah uh.
3: but but rosa you ask the you have to you ask yes. the question like why is it tough like it's tough because live events they cost a lot of money yeah you know, like out brilliant. the gate like they cost a lot of money to try to like through permits and through insurance and rent and trying to pay like actors what they really deserve and then i, would to have, to, I have to
2: say that justin um i'm just gonna interrupt you yeah go um one of one of the many things that I love and appreciate about Justin is he does everything like by the book, like gets all the right permits. I mean that shouldn't be like a like a, a strange thing, but I mean, but like, I will tell you, Justin there... does his research and makes sure everything is like insurance. Everything is exactly how
0: it's yeah, supposed to be. Police and fire, a department. fire department and
2: like and it's
0: like, it can be a challenge. Yeah. yeah, fire marshals are a breed unto themselves. Yes. <laughs> That
2: yeah, all of it's been a challenge. My lips are sealed. <laughs> <laughs> but I think for I think for us, it, I mean, for me personally, last year with Creep, um, although this wasn't a huge issue, like often, but when it was, it was just you said rowdy patrons. Yeah. For me, it didn't happen really that that often the, the last year, but I my concern always is and i always think about the actor and the guests yes and i want them both both groups to have the best times po- like best time possible so when somebody comes through and is like drunk or like disruptive disruptive i get upset because it's ruining our show and it's ruining the other guests experiences or in the other it's ruin the actors experience You know, so we had a whole sort of, I'll tell you about what we did. We have a a safety sort of protocol or not even safety. It's more like problem person. Mm -hmm. And our first year in Creep, we had a safe word for the guests. So if the guests felt like they were getting too scared or was too extreme, they could yell the safety word and one of us, probably me, or some of the security would, would escort them out because it was too scary for them. That word was choke our first year. So they didn't scream the word choke. Second year, we decided to not have a safety word for the guests. Mm-hmm. And instead, we had one for the cast. So when they felt like a guest was being obnoxious, a little just too, too much just too much yeah. too much they would yell the word scissors and one of us would come and escort that guest out and it didn't happen that often but when i heard that word i was like somebody's messing up my show <laughs> and i'm gonna take care of it you know yeah,
1: I, like yeah I,
0: I can relate i think you guys know that i've worked with a haunt for the, several of the past mm. years and and yeah like the the first time i had to confront a patron was it was scary for me, but also it was, it was that same feeling of how dare, dare you. you do that to the people around you and and it's it's just you're ruining like, it yeah yeah, you're ruining it for other people that's what was that, that's what irked me was ruining it for other people absolutely well I think like and i I guess maybe too we get like
3: we get a little a little more sort of we stand our ground a little more because I think with the with the traditional haunt industry it's like you can get your jump scream you can get your spence and it's like you can you can push these people on right. and keep the sort of the scares going for other people right if if a jump scare doesn't work for one person that's great you get the people too hot two you know two rows behind but with like our shows it's like you sort of like get put in these awesome like detailed environments and sets and it should be a moment where you feel like you're sort of transported and are sort of really placed into a scene. So you're really on edge and, you know, we create more of that suspense and fear than we do that like jump scare, which is, I think just a different model. And I think that's also another, a real big challenge for us is to get people to understand that we're trying to do a
2: different type of, type of scare to to the season. I think, and I'd like to believe that, you know, we did creep twice and both shows were very different um, or the shows were very different. And I think the more we do things and you know, we have the willows now and I think the more people hopefully get to know us and sort of like what our brand is, I think hopefully over time and as, as as our tickets become a premium ticket, maybe (laughs) I'm hoping that there, you know, will be a level of like, respect for other guests there that will just be innate hopefully and well, it mostly is really
0: yeah i think people learn if you go to universal you know what you're getting you're 100%. getting a brand name you're getting jump scares you know uh, now that you guys have done a couple of years and yeah. with the willows i think people know that oh wait this is going to be environmental this is going sure. to be immersive was what i wanted to go to but it, it's going to be You're going to participate. You're going to participate in a world, and so that's that's a different rule than universal.
2: And I think probably last year some people coming to, or even first year, especially first year, maybe I think people would probably expect something similar to like a Halloween horror, horror nights kind of idea, right? Where you know we're looking for that. When are people going to jump out and like scare me? If they're not like familiar with the immersive interactive community at all, you know. So again, I hope I hope people will get to. Know us, know us for what we do, but like,
3: mm-hmm. but like, for us, creep is our you know Halloween's yes Halloween let's not show. So like, we oh, want to yeah. we want to be, be scary. Yeah, I mean, we want to we want to ring true to sort of that that time and the stories we want to tell. Like, it's definitely we hope to we hope to spook and scare and creep. Oh my gosh, and absolutely be weird. You know, no, weird. Is I so mean, good. you've got
0: a good name. It's like you you it's... deliver the title, and that's what people I think Get want from you is they want to be creeped out. That's excellent. Creep. <laughs> creep it, hashtag creep it real. <laughs> the first time I saw you post that, I laughed out loud. <laughs> oh, wait, you signed an email with that. Oh, That's did I? You, did. you I'm signed sure an email with that, and I'm I just sure laughed that. out loud.
3: Just wait till you see our merch this year. Oh, you're yeah, not merch? even going to want it.
2: To... <laughs> you're not even going to. You're going to want to buy all the shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Excellent. I'm a fan of puns. Yeah. Always and forever.
1: Creep on living. Mm-hmm. You creep what you sow. Ooh, Ooh, that's good. Add it to the (laughs) list. (laughs) Um, Going back to uh, the safety word, uh, and with now that there's been more and more immersive experiences where your choices matter, there's also more and more people that try to break things uh, within that world. Do you have something in place like a safe word for people that are trying to break your world within the Willows?
3: Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. We um. Oh yeah.
1: Our world,
3: I think, can oh, yes. only be broken um through distraction, right? From pulling other people from feeling like pulled out of the experience, whether that be mm-hmm. too much chatting or interruption or too much like do it your own whatever it is. So, though it's a it's it's a very fun thing for us to sort of learn to like learn like how to manage people and how to handle people and how to still respect people and not feel like it is just uh you, we, you're being disrespectful. We're going to pull you out of the scene and you're, you're done with the show. So, we, so the most amazing thing that we can do in our show, because it is a home that we can ground you. Wow. So we have, we have
2: a couple options yeah. for, and I don't. I don't. Don't wanna, be. Yeah, please you, don't, yeah, you don't.
3: Yeah, please don't. You don't want to. You don't want to be bad
2: because you'll miss stuff. Because you'll miss stuff. But, but, but if, if we you, do have option, what, what, <laughs> well, the, for me, the sort of magic of having like a word like choke or scissors is just because it tickles me. It's amazing. But um, I, when we have that situation arise, we we exactly repeating what Justin just said. We want it to not take away from the story. So the way that we have planned. For problem guests to be punished in a way um, fits the story and fits the characters and what they would do well said Daniel uh, but you I don't, don't want to tell you what it is yeah and in you case don't you see yeah what and happens. you don't want to like be like I'm just gonna be a
3: jerk and talk this scene like no like be respectful, but we will put we, we will put
2: the, we train the actors on we will put you in your place. how to do like how to do that you yeah. know we have a whole rehearsal that's like the pro like we're her souls,
0: but like you said, that, um, that sounds like you're being taken out of the show, and you're going to miss something.
2: Yes, you absolutely, you absolutely will miss stuff, I and mean, that's like sorry, like you know, we're going to remove you from the situation because we don't want to distract. The yeah, and there's the other r-
3: and there and as an audience member coming to our show, like there are. There is a you know there is a list of sort of things that you are agreeing to as a guest coming to see mm-hmm. the show that's as a, true. as just a patron of the arts right. like there is a respect level that we hope you show respect to not only like the family members but to the home and to the fellow you and know, that's attendees. you know what we
2: were thinking about it as a you know we treat the like the performance as and we've talked with the actors about like these are guests coming into your house. You know, so this is a celebration at your house, and think about it like that. You know, how would you react to people? This is your home. So, you can't how... just go
3: into like the woman, like your grandmother's master closet. Like, no, you just can't do that. Like, there's like, no, this home. is a This is a home. Is a like, home. Is a like, you home. respect the home. You respect and that you know, the reality authority of the home. And that
2: is really set throughout the whole, you know, it's not yeah. broken throughout the show. You know, like, this is our house. So, if people act disrespectful in a house, be our. Characters are going to respond to how people, how they would respond if somebody acted disrespectfully in their house.
3: Yeah, and if you also use your manners, that might
2: also like favor the bold. You know, yeah, so, you know, know, like if you if you use like that might help you out if you yeah. show good manners.
0: Figure it out. hint. hint. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you don't have to deal with unruly. Victims. I hope we don't either. I hope so, not either.
2: But we have a plan. If it happens, don't be that guy. Please don't. <laughs>
1: so lame uh and this this may be a secret so i'm expecting a non-answer but you just mentioned possibly having good manners might you know be beneficial to you are there certain things that you can unlock within the experience by doing certain things
2: literally um i
1: see what you did there
2: i don't know how to answer that (laughs) (laughs) There are certain mom- there are certain moments in the show where,
3: yeah, like no, like know. no, mom's the word. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah I, it's too fun. Yeah, I, that's, yeah, that's yeah, like it's like leave it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come and find out. Good question, though, Mike. Do another one. Come on, Mike. Come on, Come on, on give me an- give
1: me another one. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, my notes. Oh earlier you mentioned that one of the, the downsides of doing creep is you couldn't go to other events and you guys are both huge fans of haunts and immersive theater. Like we saw you at Annie Lesser's Cavell. Mm-hmm. We, we partied together. Yeah. It, was so it, was, it was awesome. Yeah, um, there's so much going on in LA, which some people could look at. There's so much competition. Another side of that, there's so much inspiration. Do you feel at this point, in LA just people are just getting better because everyone else is getting better or do you feel like just different about indifferent about it all
3: I think the most amazing thing with what sort of like this movement over the last five years that has kind of come into Los Angeles is like we're able to tell so many many more stories than I think most people can experience on film and television and we all have different views and tones and uh, I think it's a very, ex- a very, very exciting time for what's happening in the LA market. I mean, March I think was yeah. In- for some reason, March was so crazy. It was insane. It was what? like
2: in we were just emailing each other back and forth. Like, do you see this and like this? And we we went, we try to go to things. Um, but, but I'm yeah, a- ex- I mean, just I'm just excited about all, all Ye- of
3: it. Yeah, and but I'm also a big person of synergy too. Like, um, I I I always say to these like like we we as a community will be so much better um sort of coming together and really pulling for maybe this type of work or bigger projects together. like because the last thing i would want to have happen is that and it's it's already happening you've you've seen throughout the coming years like teams and members sort of split up from other companies and starting to pop up their own stuff and i think that is wonderful and i know everyone wants to tell it a different way and do it a different way or knows how to do it. But I think if we can all remember as a community and as an artist, if we can just stay sort of true to sort of what we want to give our guest experience, that's what it's for. Like, we get to create these unbelievable worlds, but it is for our guests to be feel transported
2: and put in these spaces. That's why Daniel and I do it. Oh, sure. And I think it's exciting to feel like we I, I we are part of a community, you know, so just like I said earlier we were like are people going to buy tickets? Like sometimes I have to remind myself like no, we're in the game and we're like doing fun stuff. Like we're yeah, we've like done we've, some fun stuff. Yeah, and
3: we've like seen five other people who are doing amazing yeah. stuff and they're not only going to come and hopefully support. Well, you know, so yeah, inspiration's
2: definitely definitely there for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, but
3: there's definitely has been like you know, a surge of like sort of experience, but I think that's where the corporate world's going. I think that's
0: where the theme park world is going. Like oh, yeah. we, you know, yeah, we are, we are, yeah. Like, yeah. Dis- I mean, uh-huh. I work are- for Disney and I, I can tell you the, the rumblings that I'm just hearing in the corporate world of Disney of, of it's all going experiential, experiential it's like, marketing. Yeah. yeah it's like exactly. put me in
3: avatar land. It's like, put me in star Wars land. Like people want to be reached and, you know, talked to differently, you know? And I think that's, what we're able to do and I you know we have to thank everyone from you know UK and New York who's really sort of right. you know propelled for what you know I feel like we as a city like Los Angeles like there's so many amazing artists and there's so many vacant buildings in this city like there can be beautiful stories told in these spaces with like the talent that we have at our disposal um, I just uh, we just got to do
0: it so let me ask you a further question along the same line for both of you. you, you told us sort of how Creep was formed, that it was, it was, it sounds like it was a complete labor of love by, you said, 14 friends who came together and created that show. So what sort of stuff it, inspires you guys? What was the thing that you stayed up late night watching television or woke up early Saturday morning and watched? I mean, what, what, when did you discover your own inner Creep? Oh gosh, I got this one for sure.
2: <laughs> well, um, very young. Uh, growing up i am a huge goosebumps fan my twin brother matthew and i have a goosebumps podcast that we go through every book and every um (laughs) every tv episode it's called welcome to Deadcast. and i'm wearing a goosebumps t-shirt right now i almost always do and very young i love to read Mm -hmm. and i loved um i mean i love goosebumps that's really where my sort of like um, Arlstein creepiness st- started and I moved very quickly from Goosebumps to Stephen King reading. I was reading stuff I should not have been reading when I was so young and for me I, I still feel this way I think. Um, my dad said you know, he's like, you like this sort of like horror stuff. And I was like, yeah. And he showed me alien when I was really young. Oh wow. And he um, took me to Jurassic park, which was a horror movie for me at the time. And I think technically it is. And I wanted to just, all of it scared me so badly and that, and I wanted to understand it. So even to this day, I'm looking for something that, will scare me because i want to like i don't blair witch scared me too badly when i was young. Like, mm. i really messed me up um and my response to that was buying every like comic, blair witch comic book or book or any piece of merchandise i could find to sort of like figure get to the heart of why it scared me so badly and like understand it so i have like this deep since i was a little curiosity and like voracious sort of appetite for like horror knowledge and literature that's just innate and i think it's still very much present and i think when i'm writing things or coming up with ideas i think all right what haven't you know what really scares me you know what when i was really young or what like really twisted my inside so i can sort of like rip that open
0: but it's the exploration that's exciting yeah like like, oh wait 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 that terrifies me is there more is there more (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. and like i'm
2: ready you know so and i definitely have certain tastes for different things um but i want to i also feel like just me as a person i want to experience everything so immersive horror theater is so up my alley you know it just it just fits
3: i um I don't know, this whole thing for me has just been an absolute whirlwind, you know, from sort of concept and creation and sort of, you know, I was serving tables three years ago and I would have never, and this was like a checklist item, like literally.
2: It was like a bucket list. It was like a
3: bucket list, really. My, my, uh it's been always on my bucket list. I grew up in Wisconsin with the J.C.'s haunted houses and, like, did church hol- Halloween graveyard tours and, like, popped up refrigerator boxes in my garage when I was a kid to have the neighborhood come through them. And, like, I loved I loved the world. I just, I loved, I loved, I love Halloween, you know? I love, I love, I love Halloween. And, it's okay. No, we it's, all, we yeah. all do. <laughs> and, we love uh, it, too. You're and, among friends. Yes. Yes. You, you <laughs> really are. This is a safe space. Look around you. Yeah. And I, uh... I was, I was thrilled, and this is a bucket list item. Um, but Creep has become so much more than just, um, you know, a new haunt to the Los Angeles scene. It has been, it has revitalized. Is that the word?
2: That's a word. It
3: has revitalized my, um, my creativity and my passion in sort of the arts and truly filling the void that I have been out here so desperately trying to find as sort of an artist trying to make it into the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. And I I, I I stood amongst so many friends who are just unbelievably talented. And I just, you know, I said, we, we can tell our own stories and we can do this our, ourselves and we can look people in the eyes when we tell these stories to people and they will listen to us. And I, uh, I have, I have, I've have lost so much sleep and I have found so much joy, um, in doing what we're doing. And I'm so blessed that we get to do it and, and, and people are coming out to do it. And I, and I always say too, like, you know, we, we always say like, we love to write a show that we're able to travel with and really go on tour with, but you know, I don't think there's many, many places other than maybe New York city or in London or in, that you can, t- that people will sort of show up for these things and be open to accept sort of what we're trying to the situations um, that we're trying to put people in, and I think it's an exciting time. I think it is. I think it is. If you, if you are looking for something that seems to be a little that that is almost untouchable, I bet you can find it in one of our stories that we tr- we try to write for you, one hundred percent.
0: Good.
2: <laughs> I was just thinking about, you know, Justin and I both and everybody in our team really, um, ha- we just have like boundless creative energy, I think. And um, that's why, you know, that's why with the Willows, it was like moving it from a, a potential summer show to like, let's just do it. What are we, let's just do it. What are we waiting for? Let's just do it now. Um, but, uh, but, I, and I think the sort of the cre- creation process for us is just as like, as exciting and as fulfilling as our you know, finished product. And we did, last year we went to um, a, and Justin had this ridiculous idea that was like, wouldn't it be crazy if um, we, were, we were able to sort of showcase something for Creep, and we were trying to think outside the box, and we're like, literally like, let's do a box with holes in it, and people will walk around the box and like see different scenes and see all this weird stuff happen. And it was so weird and worked great. Mm -hmm, It was so mm -hmm. odd. And it sort of like captured, I felt like it was just fun really. And it captured sort of our brand of what we were, at least what we were hinting towards. Yeah. Like let's
3: be honest. Like if you, if you want to like sort of work every day on a passion project, like you want to work alongside your friends. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, I like, I work. I work with my friends every day and yeah, that's, that's that is a, that is a dream come true. That is a
2: dream come true. Just want to keep doing it.
0: You know, if for some reason, when you were talking, Justin, um, there's a quote from Houdini that he was asked to give advice to young magicians. And one of the things is simplicity. And he, he, he made this, I'm going to paraphrase. He said something along the lines of just go out, tell your tale. And if you are lucky, Someone will believe you, mm. and I've never forgot that quote i just I just think it's a wonderful and it sounds like that's exactly what you guys are doing and you 've got these tales to tell, and you know judging from the success of creep years one and two, judging from the success of the ticket sales of the Willows, and the reaction that Mike and I saw I mean, you're succeeding, yeah, just oh, think nice. like. You can do anything
3: with a Visa, Mastercard, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> anything. But just, just put just put your mind to it, and just apply yes. for five credit cards, and you can do anything you, can you do want. Anything in Los you Angeles.
1: want. <laughs> um, going going back to what Russell just said about, um, you know, Houdini was asked to give advice. What kind of advice would you give someone knowing what you know now? Like, or what if you could go back in time like, a couple years and and speak to younger Justin, like what would you tell him like, af- like from what you've learned over the past few years? I just wish I'd have done it sooner. You know, that's like a, I really that's, really,
2: that's actually the truth.
3: I really do. I just, um, yeah, like I, that's a great, that's a, like, honestly, I just, you look back at life and this is like so sobby or whatever, but you like look back at things and you go, you know, cause we, at the end of the day, like it took, Us to just finally say like let's do do it, it." to do it. Yeah, and like we had no, we know we had no like, we we had like nothing to make it happen, other than like applying for a credit card. But we we then just did it, and you just we never looked back. And almost going three years later, like talking about season three of Creep happening like in a couple months, like that's crazy. That's crazy. It it is is crazy, and we we want to be. You know, we want to ideally we want to be doing this every day, you know, and we all still have to hold like full time jobs in order to pursue like our side project, which is this. But this has become such a business and a brand. But any any show that we've done, like Creep has only been able to fund and produce the Willows. Yes. Like there's been like there's there's no capital like we you know like there's like we ate like, no. I'm like i'm like donald duck like rolling in the money like, yeah who's the million who's the duck? McDuck. Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck Scrooge mcduck yeah i'm definitely Scrooge McDuck
2: yes that's you so many gold coins yes so <laughs> many gold so many gold coins yeah doing it sooner is such is that's because i was thinking about all the things that we've like learned over the past couple years and i think i don't think there's anything any I think we just had to like go through it and actually do it and literally learn as, 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 as we went, you know? And I think, um, yeah, we've learned so much. Well, it's true. It's true. It's, you you know, like I think from year one to year two to the Willows, I think every project that we work on and create together, we, we work better as a team and we, you know, the after our, um, Halloween moment after Creep I was like I said to Justin I was like let's meet in a week and talk about what we learned yeah. and like I yeah. made a list and I was like let's sit down in my, on my couch and talk about what we learned and then we kept those notes for the next year and then we did the same thing we did a similar thing after Creep we're like alright let's talk about- well we had that breakfast yeah, yeah, that's right. where we went through and it was like what did we learn from this experience what do we need to think about going forward because you know we, and 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 something like is so true to us like
3: we we are only learning from our patrons you know like every year it's like we learn and take information from the guests like it was like first year there wasn't enough narrative so then we like you know we're always trying to sort of groom our shows to make them what you know sort of not only what we want to do but sort of what is really what the people want to see
2: and something that just feels um um full and sort of, um, you know, showing people something new and making it exciting and interesting. We are are perfectionists to a fault, I think. Fiends,
3: really. Like, fiends.
2: Like, like, well, I don't think we'll ever be, you know, which I think is a good problem, but ever, like, fully satisfied, you know, with things. But you have to reach a point where, you know, we made some adjustments to the Willows, and we made adjustments that some were suggestions from people and some we just organically were like, we should do this. But, um, you know, ultimately we're doing it because we think it's going to make the show better. And um, we've learned now what works because of doing Creep for a couple years. And I think probably for next Creep, from already from what we've done with the Willows, we've already learned stuff moving forward.
3: Yeah, it's been, like, sort don't you feel, Daniel, like, the Willows has been sort of a nice, I feel like the Willows has sort of been, like, our nice, like, appetizer, like, to, like, our creep, because we really, we've, like, sort of reworked stuff a little differently, Yeah, and it's sort of gotten us ready for Creep Season 3, because even going from Creep Creep Season 2, we had almost, like, a cast of 32, and scaling that down to a cast of 7, like, we've had so much more time with talent, we've had so much more time, like, As us as a team to really sort of, yeah, structure. Now we know. Now, hey,
2: now we know. know.
0: Um, how did you guys actually meet?
2: That is a great question. We met at a bar
3: my first night in L.A. Yes. Wow.
2: Yes. No kidding. Justin was, um, yes. I was out. It was a a summer night out and about. And yeah, I went to UCLA. I went to USC. USC. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh about? shit. Trash. Yeah, yeah. Trash. I'm you, trash. You've I'm been trash. there multiple I know. times I, I, with
3: <laughs> me.
0: USC downtown. US, I know.
2: USC. And um, I live in a very creepy house at USC that Justin and I, um, uh, I kind of inspired the Willows a little bit, but um, yes, we met one night. I was, I was wearing like a. Like a mummy shirt or something? Like a, yeah. skeleton, like a skeleton or something? With your brother. And I literally just turned around and just said, to, to just turned around just in there and I was like, hi, what's your name? And that's how we met.
3: And what was it called? Like Medusa's like bar, it like was called, something in Hollywood and like behind... Red Buddha. Red Buddha. That was what it was called. Literally, I was... We, it was like nineteen. 19. Yeah. Should have been, you shouldn't have been there either.
2: No, I shouldn't. I was there. I had a fake ID. Yeah. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we met and We became and we... Fast friends but
3: you but the reason and that Daniel thought I was like the coolest because I rolled in there with my friend Trish Korn oh my gosh who, Trish who is Trish it? was in a, a movie horror, that a horror, horror movie, movie Boo yes that Daniel loved yeah oh, like, sort of kicked
2: and I was like oh my god yeah but I said hey to Justin
3: and then sure. and like literally
2: and then we've just been friends ever since I, yeah fell I fell in was love with first Daniel first official friend in LA
3: yeah like first in like not
2: going anywhere no yeah it's cool, right? Day would, one. And Justin would come over I'd have friends over at my creepy weird house at USC where I live at USC and we'd watch horror movies. Yeah. We watch. remember we watch we, we watched Dolls? Do you remember that? Oh my god.
0: Oh, it's a Stuart Gordon film, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah we would Friday thirteenth we would stay up and watch horror movies.
0: <laughs> and now you're creating creepy and stuff together. Creating That's awesome. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Any other personals? <laughs> that's it? That's it? The rest of you're giving us, like, that's it? Yeah, that's easy. No, that's fine. No, we're not doing the hard-hitting stuff. Yeah, I'm like, day we met, oh, snore. The best. <laughs> it's a
2: good day.
1: You mentioned, you were talking about last year, you had the creep show. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah uh, the yeah. peep uh-huh. show,
2: peep show. Guys, uh-huh. the, what do we say, like, be a creep, take a peep? Yeah. Yeah, no. be a creep, take a peep. Yeah.
1: Uh do you have plans to do any sort of teasers at the conventions this summer?
2: Yes. That
3: I mean yes. I will like we want to we want to be there, right? Cuz like you always want to be amongst you know, your peers community. and your community. So like yeah, we want to be there, you know, whether we'll do some stuff like we've, you know, we did at we were at Midsummer Screams this year, we did like a different like sort of more tableau, like more like performance stuff than what we did weird. at Scare um, you know, those, um, yeah, like T- TBD, like we, we have a phone, we have a phone call with a couple of them next week. So yeah, like our Figur- goal, our, our, our yeah, our goal, our goal is to be there, but, um, you know, we have, we have an idea of what creep is going to be this year, but to sort of, we can never put the co you know, the coach in front of the horse ever in this kind of stuff because we, you know, right now we are, We are waiting to hear back if we've we've locked down a location. So until that is like a hundred percent, we don't ever want to like a hundred percent say we're like doing anything because location to us is pretty much number one um, for us to really sort of say like we're doing it. You know,
1: has there ever been an idea or something that you've written where you brought it to the other person and you just thought, no, that's too much. We can't do that.
2: No, I was just kidding. not in
3: content. No, I don't like, think we so. Like we've had like some big ideas, but like I guess we've always had like some like limitations, which I'm like well, always the I'll ruler. Well, I'll say holder.
2: that. I mean, n- the answer to that is n- no. But we have, as a group, mostly a very similar taste and stuff. So it is not. I'm not interested in like torture or like any excessive, I mean, a lot of blood coming out of an elevator is beautiful, but gorgeous, but like, I, I'm not, I, you, you know what? Well, there was a moment when we were trying to fill some stuff for, um, for, cre- for creep year one. And we had a thought, we we're like, well, what if I, I think you had a thought or somebody was like, what if we did like, cause we had that rack with all of the like, not like axes and knives. And we were thinking about maybe we'll have a guy being tortured there. And I was like, "Ah, no, like that's not us. Like that just doesn't, that doesn't, So it's not like too far, but that just doesn't, that's not exciting to me. And that's not scary to me. It's not interesting to me. And I think we as a team are very aware of that. So, you know, I like things to get sexy, but like the violent and sexy is not something I need um, or I think is necessary, um, but we certainly like to push boundaries and all that. But yeah, we all um, kind of have the same sort of taste. We and style. do. Yeah. So like torture stuff, not it just does, it doesn't it doesn't interest me. Yeah, we don't at like
3: all. like we're like we we like and I get, again you're talking to fans like we we love it all. Oh yeah, but like what well, we want to do, create, like, what, what we want to do, and what the, where we think like maybe there's a different you know, sort of space in the the overall bubble of. This genre. I and think
2: for creep, that's not that's not yeah, what we're looking for. Some blood, great sexiness, sure, but I don't need anybody to be tortured.
3: But we'd love, you know, our you know, we'd love to be able to have the Willows run in while we push into Halloween and have creep oh, yeah. run in, You know, I mean, that's that the idea is be... that
2: Willows would keep going. I mean, would keep going throughout.
3: The Willows would be such a fun Halloween show. Like
2: just as, would it'd be, be such, such a, a fun Halloween. We've already yeah. we've already had some um, somebody requests like their November birthday for, I was like, all right, girl, like here we go See you in November. Yes. Like see, see you there. But I would love what I would like to do with the Willows is, you know, we're making some adjustments, but I would like to, you know, it would be the same show, but you know, it'd be fun to add some little Halloween tweaks around Halloween. Let's
3: do
1: it.
2: All right. Let's okay. do it.
1: Thank you guys so much for, for being here. This, this was awesome. Um, where can people find more information about the show?
2: That's a great question. You can go to www.creepla.com and there you'll have, you can find all the information about the Willows. Yeah. You can check us out on Facebook and Instagram at at creep Los
0: Angeles. Mm -hmm. We'll be there.
2: Welcome home. Home sweet home.
0: Mike and I definitely want to thank you guys for coming by and spending such a wonderful conversation with us. We appreciate everything that you guys have been doing for the last couple of years. Uh, all the best to you. Have a great run and we cannot wait to see what you have in store for the Halloween season. Yes. Thanks for having, thank us, you 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 so for having us. Thank you so much for having us. This has you been guys.
1: great. Again, thank you so, so much to Justin and Daniel. Um, they just laughed and Russell and I just looked at each other and just had this huge smile on our face, like two of the nicest guys and two of the most sincerest guys. Like, you know, like I joked with Russell, but it wasn't really a joke. Like, you know, some of the things Justin said almost brought a tear to my eye. Just the passion in creating this.
0: It's, yeah, it's, I had the it's same just reaction. Awesome. I, I had the absolute same reaction. So it was just like, th- this was a really nice conversation. And, you know, the, the phrase, your heart is in the right place. Yeah. Certainly applies.
1: Yeah. So so thank you guys. Can't wait to see you again in the dark and can't wait to see the willows the full and final show and can't wait to see what you have for creep this year ah oh, so many good things very excited for everything in the future and with that being said i'm mike and i'm russell see ya creep it real
0: oh it's my turn yes yeah, <laughs> <turn again>. <laughs> Sometimes um, I have to pull Mike out of his shell. I get it.
1: I no, get it. You, no, you don't. It's just, you're just like, blah, 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 blah. And then this. Blah, 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 No, blah, no. Blah. I never
0: have to pull Mike out of his shell. That one, truly. Well,
1: that's because you never pull out.
0: Oh, wow. Wow.
2: <laughs> I mean, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Don't worry, that'll get edited out. <laughs>
0: Welcome to my hotline. life. Keep it in. <laughs> that's, um, what... that's the new
1: lust sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Courtesy of Justin Fix. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Thank you.